All right. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Tobias, Brian, Ashley, and Katie. Uh, we just wrapped up our two-hour session around rela- talking about relationships from spicy stuff to things that we want, the baggage that we carry and so forth. Hopefully, you enjoyed the conversations. We actually, It's two hours long, so we're actually going to make this a two-parter. Um, the first part is probably the the more heavier of the conversations like where we go deep. Um, and then the second part, we talk about our baggage and then sexy stuff and also advice on how to best um, have a sex, sexy, best have a successful relationship. <laughs> and with, sexy. And sexy. Sexy and successful relationship with someone. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And uh, we look forward to engaging in conversation in the future. All right. Thank mm. you. Yeah, we do. Yes. It's a day. Hello, everyone in Gentle Queers. Uh, my name is Jose Nopolis, and I have the honor of actually moderating today's conversation, which is about healthy relationships. With me, I have two couples, um, which are actually both couples are my friends. I want to give them the opportunity to in- introduce themselves. Um, so if you can give me um, your pronouns or names, pronouns, and how long you guys have, how long have y'all been together? Um, that way the audience knows the spectrum of relationships. So why don't we start off with our lesbian representation of today's <laughs> conversation. Um, I am Katie Cleary. Pronouns are she, her, and Ashley and I have been together for nine and a half months. I'm Ashley and ditto. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that at least they, they agree that they're both together for that long. At least that's, that's a good sign. Uh, let's see. My, so my name is uh, Brian Young, and we've been together for six, six and a half years. Six and a half years. Awesome. I'm like questioning that. I'm looking over at. Let's see if his partner says the same thing. I'm just looking at at the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My name is Tobias Wilson. Uh, My pronouns are uh, he, him. I also allow her, she as well. Um, And um, we've been together for six years, going on seven. Going on seven, yeah. And you also are all engaged? And we are engaged. engaged. It's been a long engagement. Yeah. Awesome. I already said that I'm going to be a groomsman, so at least I'm ready for that. I can be a groomsman for yours, too. You said you were going to be. I said it. Okay. I said it, and I'm making it happen. There's no asking. Yeah, dibs. So part of the reason why I'm I'm the single one, a part of this conversation, but I think I've been really kind of wondering what healthy relationships look like. They come in all different shapes and sizes. And you as the audience will get to hear that from their stories that we'll get to dive in. Most topics are on the table, so... Uh, I'm excited to ask these questions more and cu- more curious in the reference of like, how do you maintain a healthy relationship dip- on the spectrum of time? Right. Cause y'all have different, different times or different places when it comes to your relationship. Um, so why don't we first start with the typical question of how did you meet? Yeah. Yeah. So um, who would like to start first? We can start. Um, so Brian and I met in San Francisco, uh, San Francisco pride in 2008, I want to say, somewhere around the that's time. That's 12 years. That's when we... Okay. 2009. 2009. But nice. that's when we met. Excellent. Excellent. That's when we met. Uh, Brian was actually dating a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine at the time. And then uh, I moved to New York. And a year later, Brian and my friend 
Um, can I say his name? If sure. you want to, yeah. His first name. Yeah. We can bleep it out if you need to. Yeah. Say his name. Say his name. I want to say what his name is. <laughs> Jake Siomi Soda. Uh, so uh, Brian and moved to New York, and um, Brian and I be- became friends because I was hanging out with and um brian and i became friends through that time uh shortly after the time that they were there uh, um, brian broke up and the two of us you know started talking we know yeah yeah (laughs) well you know i I think that it's interesting when when i broke up when i broke up right tobias and i kind of had this moment of trying to make something work we hooked up we hooked up. Okay. That's the right. That's such a polite way of saying it. I, I'm gonna yeah, use that. We yeah. gotta make this work. Yeah. Well, because in my mind at the time, anytime anyone that I hooked up with was like a potential mm-hmm. ever after. Yeah. Right? Well, uh, how old, how old were you both at that time? At that time, I was probably 24. So then I was 34. Okay. So there is there's a there's a there's a 10 year difference. 10 years difference. Okay. So we tried to make it work. Did not work, and because both of us were. Figuring things yeah, out. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. We're just not in space to um, date. And at, at the time, um, I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I was going to be single for the rest of my life. I was mm. not, you know. Um, but then a couple of years later, I want to say like almost three or four years later. Mm-hmm. And we had still kept in touch. Yeah. We would go to movies together. We would hang out sometimes together. We would go on long runs together. Yeah. But it was, I think it was like a New Year's that we started texting each yeah. other. Mm. And it's interesting. So, like, re- leading up to this, and I, it's kind of a long story, but anyway, leading up to like when we started dating, like, I was seeing a therapist, and I was like getting to that point where I was like, I think I'm ready to be in a relationship. I'm yeah. open to the possibility <laughs> of like <laughs> that, of getting into like or you know like you know like getting into a relationship. Yeah. And so, in my head, I kept thinking like, who are the people who I would possibly have a you know want to date and brian was on that list how long was his list <laughs> yeah. no. Like, no 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 there were only like like three or four people who are on the on the okay. list <laughs> three or four people uh, ten. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and so with that i re- i kind of i reached out it was right before new year's it was like christmas time i was like oh let's hang out not with the intention of like meeting up or anything i was just like reaching out because i was in this space mm-hmm. right and so uh, we didn't meet up for Christmas, but we decided to meet up shortly after New Year's. And the conversations leading up to the when the moment we saw each other began to like be really active. You know, mm-hmm. we were like just kind of really engaging engaging one another. I remember them being very sexual. That as well. That <laughs> as well. That's like well, that's engaging. I mean, that was my that was my takeaway. Audience, <laughs> audience, I have to tell you, I don't blame them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, so I went to his apartment and the moment like I opened up the door, like when I, we saw each other, I was like, something's different. Mm. Something's different from the time that every other time that we planned. I would, I would totally agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Something's, totally something's new. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's awesome. How about you ladies? How about how did y'all meet and how did it turn into something that you're in right now? So we actually met at speed dating in Oakland. <laughs> so cool. Nice. So, yeah, we've told this story a little bit. Um, Lisa, my one of my best friends, she and I had been trying to date around in Sacramento for a while and just not really hitting it off. Like, we already know all the lesbians, and so it was just kind of interesting, like, hard to meet new lesbians that we also wanted to date that also fit in with our friends. And so one day we were like, screw it. Sacramento is just too small for us. We're going to speed dating in Oakland. 
which is like, you know, 70 miles away. And so we went and I met Ashley the first day or the first day. <laughs> I so hours. Right. God. <laughs> so I met Ashley there and I offered to buy her a drink and she's like, no, I'm not drinking. I'm like, well, so that's my only line. That's so what, what do I do now? So, yeah. so she proceeded to ask me, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Like three times Not in a row. And I'm, like, at all. I'm like, can I get you a water? Can I? <laughs> can you go through just a, like a, a brief description of how the speed dating works? Because I've never experienced that. So the way that they did it was it was actually like um, like text based. So like they would be like, they would text you like a number and you would go to that number table and like someone else would get the same table number. And then you would have three minutes to have a conversation. Um, so we had actually talked a little bit beforehand when she tried to force me to let her buy me a drink. <laughs> okay. Um, and before, this is before it started. Yeah. Oh. And before it even started, she's like, so me and Lisa are going to go out for dinner afterwards. You should come with us. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. Like, um, let me look at my options yeah. first. Okay. <laughs> like, let me. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, Can I, I say how our actual. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so we sit down together and she's like, hi, I'm Katie. And then like pretty much like <laughs> from then until like the three minute mark, she just like talked at me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. But it was cute. I could, I thought I, well, I was like. I'm pretty sure she likes me. <laughs> Did you I have to ask, because Katie went with the the intention of like wanting to date outside of Sacramento. I'm not sure. I, I don't I don't know exactly if you're from Oakland, too. But did you go with that same mentality going into speed dating or what was your mentality going into that space? No, my intention going into it was actually not to date anyone. I was like, I want to make new friends. And you have the option when you go speed dating to mark people as friend matches. Mm. So I was like, I'll just mark everyone as friend matches and then just like hang out with a bunch of people. Mm. But then it worked out way better than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you live here now in Sacramento? I do. We, we're going to talk about that. We're, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, so I guess lesson so far, lesson learned is to give it some time. Or talk at to someone and maybe that won't work. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Well, it's like two very opposite approaches yeah. here, right? Yeah. And it's also funny because when she told me that that for the like the three minute date that I didn't shut up, I was like, oh my god, or like, are you serious? Like, this is a problem I have. Like, because uh, I thought you spoke and I was yeah. like, didn't I learn this and this and this about you? And she goes, no, that wasn't until dinner after. <laughs> So, so they shared a little bit about like the, the moment when they resaw each other after some time for you, what, for the both of you, what was it, when was it that it clicked when you're like this, this could be something more if I can ask, I mean, of course I can ask. So I actually like, wasn't expecting it to be anything. Like we were just kind of like texting and I was like, sort of like half-heartedly into it. And then like, Ooh. I know, and I, I, well, I told you and this I before. <laughs> And then I made like, it doesn't make it easier to right. hear. Yeah. <laughs> I made some joke about like getting murdered and she like joked about it back with me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm interested now. <laughs> Murder like, brings people together. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's like, oh, you like true crime? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I guess that's something that y'all share because. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So let's um, let's fast forward to where you're at now. You are eight years, seven years, six, six years, six and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. Six and a half years. How would you compare your relationship to when you first started to like where it's at today? Both, both, uh, let's talk about both like the appreciative and the constructive part or like some of the challenges, some of the growth that you've done together, if we can. Wow. So 
It's a deep, I mean, it's like I think heavy. that when you start out any relationship, it's very, it's fun because you're getting to know someone, right? learning about someone, not just, you know, mentally, but physically, emotionally, spiritually, all that great stuff. And I will say that one of the things that I really appreciate about our relationship is I still have so much fun with Tobias. I still enjoy our time together. I still look at him and there's like hearts and puppy dogs and whatever you want to say that, you know, it's, it's ridiculous, yeah. but it's, it's great. I really like, <laughs> oh, it's perfect. <laughs> I'm gagging. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean that we haven't had our fair share of struggles. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that one of the thing one of the hardest things that I've had to learn throughout our relationships throughout our relationship is that I have to accept Tobias just the way he is, right? I'm not going to change this man. Tobias is who he is. And so some of the things that annoy me the most about him are also the things that I really appreciate about him. And it's been a really hard lesson to learn, but I think that once that has clicked, I mean, there's still some times that I have to remind myself, Mm -hmm. but once that clicked, it's been easier to kind of accept him and also like appreciate him and really fall deeper in love with him. Um, but that took time, mm-hmm. took a lot of time. Yeah. So at the beginning, you know, Brian talked about how much, you know, like all the fun and stuff like that. And at the time, so, um, things, a couple of things have changed. So when we met, I drank, I was, um, I'm sober now. I've been clean sober for five years. Congratulations. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So when we met, I was, you know, still, um, out there, um, and also I, um, I struggle with addiction as well. So um, when we got into our relationship or I knew this was something for me, then like I, in terms of like my drug use, like stopped or as just, you know, like that was like, I can't use anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. But we, but I still drank and I was still crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, and you're still crazy. I'm still <laughs> <laughs> but as time has um, gone on and, and, and that sort of like, aspect of myself has like you know uh changed i've been more present in this relationship i'm less self-centered in this relationship and what i've learned is that when i get annoyed at brian it's really something like that's me like mm. <laughs> um and i remember like we were having this conversation around like year three or something like that and i was like every single day I would wake up and I was so annoyed. And like, <laughs> oh, no. you know, it was just like, it was, I it was him, the time of the year. It was like, it was, was a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> and what, I mean, it really, I feel like it was, you know, the majority of the year. And it was like all these things like he would do and say that I used to think were funny. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they were just like annoying me. Right. And then all of a sudden I had this like, like realization, like, Oh, it's me. Mm-hmm. You know, like it has nothing to do with him. And so once I saw that, like whenever I get frustrated, I'm like, I'm it's it's me that's frustrated. You know, like Brian has no idea, like what's going on here. Mm -hmm. Right. right? It's it's me. So let me figure out like what it is that I'm like dealing with. Mm -hmm. And so that has been like a um, that's that's something that's really kind of like kept me like present in our in our relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, like our my approach to how we discuss our conflict I have my parents as an example, mm-hmm. which was like a lot of yelling, violence and all, all all those things. Right. And so I was like, when we're in an issue or we're having like we're going to talk about it. Um, I used to shut down and um, now I'm, I'm able to like be present and kind of like talk through through this. We don't yell at it like we if you raise your voice, then this conversation's over. Right. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good understanding. <laughs> to have. That's, been, that's been kind of key to our relationship, yeah. too, is that we're. I think they were really good at just talking things out in the moment. Yeah. 
Like, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on for me. Like, let's let's talk about it. Yeah. Inst- instead of raise, raise our voices. Yeah. But that took time and practice. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, no, I appreciate you know, sharing it's, that. It's also interesting that, you know, Tobias just shared with his family coming from, you know, a home that his parents are now divorced and um, there was a lot of fighting growing up. And I came from, like, a very wholesome background. Like, my parents are madly in love and they have been for almost 40 years now. And, it's you know, which is great. But at the same time, I have very different ideas of relationships. Mm-hmm. It's all, you know, fairy tales for me. Yeah. He's a princess. Heavy is the crown. Yeah. And someone has to wear it. So well, no, but to, and it's it's been interesting, like the coming together of those two ideas, and then trying to kind of parse that out as we go through our relationship. Yeah, yeah. So can I ask a follow up question? You said you like to tackle the problem in the moment. I very much don't like to. I like to wait until I've calmed down or the next day or whatever because I know that I tend to have like a reactive personality, if you will. And also even more than that, I think anytime alcohol is involved, I don't want to be having the conversation while one of us is tipsy. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, so we just had this part of this conversation the other day because I, well, I tend, well, I do tend to get overly sensitive when I drink a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? doesn't? (laughs) Who doesn't? Yeah. And so there have been moments when I feel like Tobias has done something kind of offensive and maybe I've had too much to drink or maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. and since he's very sober, right, Mm -hmm. he's like... I am sober. (laughs) (laughs) He's very Very sober. sober. (laughs) Uh, He's he's like, well, I didn't really do anything. Yeah. So um, in those moments, I, you know, it's in, in those moments, so like you're talking about we do, I think we say something that's happened, but then it takes maybe a day to process, mm-hmm. right? And then we'll come back to that same issue and talk about it again. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of yeah. sense. So it's like in the moment, like there's this kind of like agreement or like kind of, I guess like a statement that something, something I'm upset about something and this okay. is what I'm upset about. Yeah. And then maybe, and then we kind of talk about it a little bit and maybe we might not agree in that moment. Mm-hmm. But then I think the next day or, you know, a little bit later, we come back to that same conversation. And I think the the coming back is we're, we're both invested in the relationship yeah. and we're like, we want to make this work. We want to make sure we're both on the same page and that yeah. this is kind of taken care of. Yeah. Uh, so we come back to that same conversation and address, you know. Yeah what happened and I'll be like, I'm sorry. I was a little sensitive and you know. Yeah. I mean, it, I think it, uh, from what I've seen again, being the single one and having a lot of friends that are in relationships, people navigate things very differently. Either they want to address it in the moment or they have boundaries or they have guidelines. Like, especially when, when there's substances involved, I've had friends say like, when we're under the influence, let's not engage in these kinds of conversations. Cause it's very much reactionary instead of being responsive. Right. So I think, Different strokes for different folks, right? It, it may take time and practice to create that space that y'all have created, right? Again, going back to you ladies, fairly newer relationship and, you know, series of months. There is the, the notion that um, lesbians, you know, go hard, <laughs> very hard, very quickly. That's why they say that they're on the second date, you bring a U-Haul. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I want to hear like, Again, even though it's a young relationship, I'm sure there's been a lot of growth from the beginning to now, especially now with with um, Ashley living here in Sacramento. So I wonder how how have you navigated like the the beginning and to where you are today? For for me, Oakland's like an hour and a half drive, so that means we're not just gonna meet up on a Wednesday for happy hour, right? So very early on, as soon as we started coming to each other's houses, 
one of the things that's different in this relationship is that we would just spend like three or four days together at a time. And so like I would go down there, you know, Friday after work and was stay till Monday morning. Sorry, was pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, yeah, okay. So, so this would be over like November, December, January. Mm. And then we just enter right into COVID right. and now we are in lockdown together. Mm. Um, one of our first fights is um, we were out for a walk around Oakland and a turkey started following us. <laughs> and so it's on one of our past episodes. And we kind of got attacked by a turkey. And Ashley just froze. And she couldn't do anything. And I'm like, I'm distracting it over here. I'm risking my life, right? Like, <laughs> like go up the hill, go Did the turkey she, have a shake? Did <laughs> yeah. the turkey have a shake with him? Was, like, I, but yeah, like some neighbor guy had to end up pepper spraying this turkey because oh he wasn't God. leaving. That was, yeah. It was that intense. Yes, he was not leaving us alone. Like this guy comes, he's like, this turkey's an asshole. And he's shaking <laughs> his pepper spray. It's like, I'll distract him. You get over here. And I was like, Ashley, I, did you not see that I was directing you? And like, yeah. and so eventually I, she yells at me. She's like, I'm not good with information that I don't have. <laughs> like, okay, okay. Like, it wasn't like she was like over on one side and was like, I'll distract him. You run that way. She was just like vaguely like karate kicking yeah. the turkey. Yeah. And then like, why aren't you running? Yeah. Yeah. And then at one point I like physically turned her and pushed her like down the path. Like go that way. Like, um, and so that was just a situation that I was like, oh my God, like, we just handled it so completely differently. And yeah. I think we can laugh about it because it was ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, COVID has kind of forced us to be in close quarters more often than we normally would have, I think, yeah. At, yeah. at nine months in. And one of the things we've discussed is I own my house. And when we found out Ashley got this job in Sacramento, both of us were like, you're not moving in. <laughs> like you're, okay, you're yeah. not that, moving that in good. with me. That's yeah. a good decision. My sister lives with me, my niece and nephew. It's like, it's not, that's not even like the healthiest spot to be trying to grow a new relationship. But I think we were on the same page about that mm -hmm. of like, yeah, it's, that's too early. We do want to make sure we're taking the time to actually get to know each other on a better level before we move in. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you have yeah. something to say, Ashley. Yeah, for for me, it was more just that you have nine people living in your four-bedroom house. So, so, yeah. so, if they, so, if there wa so if there wasn't nine people, would the would the story be the same? Oh God. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think if 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 Katie had lived alone and not with all nine people, I probably would have just moved into her house. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, because I mean, I'm assuming y'all spend a lot of time together. We do. Yeah. So COVID, in this sense, has helped your relationship grow quicker than you would say usual. And I mean, I guess the question is, I, I think, again, like either let's dive into the stereotype of lesbianism or lesbians going quickly in the relationships. Is that a trend for the two of you to go at a, at a slow pace or at a fast pace? So or it depends on the person. Yeah, I think it depends on the person and also the topic of what we're talking about, like sex versus how much of our financial history are we going to discuss, right? Like oh, just yeah. those yeah. different types of aspects. To me, this is kind of like um, any kind of dating show in real life though, because we're like in the same house yeah. all week and there's yeah. not much to do. And especially now that we're in Sacramento, like the only people we're hanging out with are my friends. And so I have to and be- And we do podcasts, of and course. And we do yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you hang out with me. And I make new friends and yeah. it's great. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so I have to be aware that Ashley's- a guess, right? Like she's coming into my life and I know what that feels like because in my past, I moved 
across the country to be with my ex and it was their family and their friends and their world. And so I think because I have that experience, I'm trying to be aware of some of the things that Ashley might be going through. Like my family irritates me enough as is like, I need to be aware that I can't force them on you. Like, right. It's not normal for you to hang out with my niece and nephew four days a week. And so as long as I keep that in mind and we keep chatting about that, I think it's healthier, but I think also we need to be careful to not just get caught up in what feels comfortable. Like mm-hmm. this is now our new normal. I don't want it to just be like this, yeah. right? Like I still want it to be exciting. I still want to go on vacation and have fun and I don't want to get bored. And like, yeah. and I have a fear of that, but also we can't really do very much right mm-hmm. now. And so yeah. I think it's a balancing act. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. So, so uh, you oh, uh, go for it. No, I was just going to say like, it just reminds me like, I, I get that like not falling into a routine mm-hmm. right and it's interesting because i think we did like at we moved in with each other after six months mm-hmm. right and and it's interesting. no shame no shame no no no, no because we were in new york so there's a yeah. there's there, oh, yeah. there was that there's there that there's that, that yeah. cost Financial of living cost, you know yeah. like yes. that that happened but quickly once we moved back to california as we start to work and i was going to school and, and things we fell into a routine mm-hmm. And I think there was like this moment of where we're like, we have to do like, do something like this is something needs to change. Like it just can't be this this pattern anymore. And so we started making, we started doing the the vision boards, vision boards, Mm -hmm. vision boards. So not only like making a vision for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. But then as a couple, couple. like what we wanted to see happen in in our relationship. Um, And at the first one we were like, we have to go outside. We have to do like hiking once a month mm-hmm. or something like that. That was like at the, at the beginning, but it was like really like that. You just kind of reminded me of like not wanting to like fall into that trap of like routine. Yeah. And it's really easy to do mm-hmm. in any aspect of our life and right. like mm-hmm. you get yourself in to a relationship and it's also easy to do. Like yeah. Yeah. we just think, Oh, we're in a relationship. It's smooth sailing. Like, no, like you still have well, to put I, work into it. I think it. that all too often you hear about couples getting bored with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the last thing that, either of us want oh yeah you know, i like, get I bored with myself maybe that's why i'm single <laughs> just kidding i'm amazing yeah you are amazing you are amazing you're single by you. choice man uh yeah <laughs> that's, that's that's sort of true okay there we go so um in the last conversation that we had um about around sex we talked a lot about um the unlearning or in the, or the relearning of of like sex, our sexual actions out of curiosity especially since it sounds like we all hear were brought up by heteronormative families, maybe either um, either divorced or together or so forth. I, I'm curious, and maybe we could start off with with the ladies. What are things that you either observed and assumed that your relationship would be similar to like a straight couple? And what did you have to like either renegotiate like the gender norms or like relearn or unlearn or adapt to? Yeah, that's a great question. And we can give it time to think or if uh, someone has an answer for me i think it definitely goes beyond or earlier than our relationship right i think that well of course yeah yeah, like in any relationship yeah that's part of i think becoming a lesbian like in a longer term relationship lesbians tend to have a fairly equitable distribution of duties at home whether it's grocery shopping cooking cleaning whatever like that that tends to be fairly even we also almost always both work right there's no traditional like man and woman and so you don't have these gender defined you know the boy takes out the trash and the girl does all the cooking and so i think 
within that, there's a freedom for each couple to kind of decide what they're good at. Like, for example, Ashley is great at cooking and like I could cook, but she likes to and she enjoys it. I'm like, sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll take out the trash. I'll take out the recycling. Do you enjoy enjoy taking out the trash and recycling? I enjoy that she appreciates it. (laughs) (laughs) And I I try not to make her ask me too many times, right? Like we are able to play to our own strengths, I think. Mm. Now this is me just judging heteronormative society. We have the freedom to go outside of what society expects us to do. You know, anytime. I agree. Ashley? And Katie is very good at building things with tools. Oh, we saw that. Yeah, she did a whole build a ser- build a sound system or something. Or yeah, an entertainment center. entertainment center. Yeah, check out our Facebook. She can't make a bed though, I which can't. is like from IKEA. No, oh. no, no. She could probably build a bed from scratch, uh, but would not be able to put the blankets and pillows. Oh, on it. Yeah. that kind of making yeah. the bed. Yeah, like Ashley makes the bed every day, and the other day I was like, oh hey, like. I had a counseling call and I took it in her bedroom. I was like, I can't let the counselor think that I'm like all disheveled over here. So put it on her. Yeah, I did. I was like, can you help me with this? And the first thing she did was throw everything on the floor. I'm like, that's not what my approach would have been. And and so I like stood there in the back. I'm like, oh my God, like you're good. You're so good at this. Like what? Yeah. No, I don't. That doesn't even dawn on me. Yeah. Yeah. What about you for guys? I mean, it sounds like. It sounds like your family had a lot of influence in like in the way that you navigated your relationship. So what were maybe some things that you had to unlearn or condition yourself differently? You know, it was interesting. I was talking to someone yesterday and I, I told them the story of how Tobias proposed. And so maybe she, I'm, I mean, I, I haven't yet to hear the story, too. So maybe we'll get her <laughs> it later. So and she was like, oh, so does that mean that you're the woman in the relationship? And mm. I was like, hell no. <laughs> As you do that with your nails painted, yeah. you're As like, I hell. my pearls. Yeah. <laughs> it's been an interesting journey kind of figuring out what our strengths are as far as duties around the house and as far as what we like. Mm-hmm. I come from, from a family that we lived kind of in the country, and so we were very – uh, self-sufficient kind of like farm type setting. Like I know how to, I know a little bit about cars. I know a little bit about the outdoors. Like I, I enjoy being outdoors. Um, and I, you know, but I also like, I love to cook and, and I don't mind cleaning. Um, I don't like to clean bathrooms, but that's just a, he doesn't like nobody to likes. No I mean, I hire someone I to like do it for me. Bathrooms. So Tobias really? is mine. And yeah. I'm like, I just hire God. you. I, I mean, I'm surprised. I should have just done that. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but you know, we both like to cook, which is something that we enjoy doing together, which is a lot of fun. Like we enjoy, you know, create, well, creating new things. I think that Tobias- And by cooking, we mean make salad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what they do. do. We do make a lot of salads. We do make a lot of salads. Um, they're healthy and they're delicious as fuck, everyone. They're really yeah. good. Yeah. But also, you know, learning from things from each other too. It's like, well, I want to learn how to do that. It's kind of breaking down those barriers of like- what it is to be a gay man, what it is to be in a relationship, what it is to like share responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Like it's it de- like just because I'm bottoming that night, it doesn't mean I'm going to cook and clean. Like that's mm-hmm. not how it works. Mm-hmm. And I, and I really appreciate ab- that about Tobias and about his willingness to to go outside his comfort zone, but also to like share those responsibilities and and not just be a typical well follow follow the typical heteronormative you know stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would. Agree. To, I mean, I think as a as a gay couple, yeah, you kind of like there's a shared balance of like responsibilities. 
I also would say that I'm very, I've always been very conscious of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, just in terms of like the way I grew up in, um, you know, we would have like holiday meals and like the women would go make yes. meals for, for the, yep. for the husbands. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and even to this day, like my sisters will, you know, like go and make, I'm like, they have feet, mm-hmm. they can do it themselves. <laughs> yeah. Right. Able body. Yeah. They can. Right. And so I've always just kind of been like very sensitive to that and mm-hmm. always wanted there to be this, like everything has to be equal. Yeah. Right. And, and almost to like a fault at times because it's like, um, how much did you pay this week on this? You know, like I'm, I want yeah. it to be like, so like even. And then, and then Brian has uh, said to me, like, I'm doing this because I want to, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and I have to, I've had to learn to like, let go. So one of the, also I think one of the things I think I think in our queer community is the notion that we as as much as we're aware aware of our heteronormative upbringing and what's taught to us I think once we jump into relationships there's also different standards of relationships and I think this is where the relationship is the conversation is going to go to the notion of like choosing to either have it be a monogamous closed relationship to an open relationship um both of you are in two different places i would like for you to discuss like where you're where you're at in that and your reasons around it Uh, again it's not to say that one is bad or the other i think it's important to understand that different relationships work differently and you go into these conversations mindfully together i guess let's talk about open and and or closed relationships and, and and what has been successful for you in navigating those avenues so we start. Yeah, go for it. yeah. I'm I'm so intrigued right now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> do you want to do you want to go first? Do you want me to? Uh, yeah, you, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, go ahead. We've been so six and a half years. Um, so we're in a. Well, first of all, I want to start out by saying that there's all the, always this. Um, I guess it's a stereotype of gay men, especially that they have these open relationships and they're very sexual. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to a to a fault, that's true, and I get it. In our relationship, we have been monogamous up until, I guess, a, two years ago. Yeah. And for us, it was a very... So, like, right when the engagement occurred? Around the same time of the engagement? Uh, Shortly. After. Uh, after, yeah. Okay. So, and it's mm-hmm. it was for a very specific reason. So, we're, we're living in California, and Tobias has a stream of going to grad school and becoming an occupational therapist. And mm-hmm. I, of course, support him in that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he got accepted. The school that he got accepted to is in Massachusetts. So it was either we move to Massachusetts or he goes to Massachusetts to go to school and then I stay here. We decided it was best for us if he went to Massachusetts, mainly so he could focus and also like I had my own career kind of blossoming here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we decided like that would be, we would be okay with that. When we started out being apart, it was difficult. And of course it's going to be because we're used to, be, used to being around each other. Mm. And I think that both of us were were missing physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. And we so we decided that a way to work through that is to open up the relationship while we're apart. Mm. You know, I talked to, to other couples who have open relationships and there's a, there's a lot of rules and regulations. And we have kind of talked about having an open relationship in the sense that, yes, you can sleep with whoever you want to. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me. I don't want to know these people's names. I don't want to know how many people I'm like, I'm not interested in that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I, and the thing is too, I know you're coming back to me. Like I, that's not an issue. Yeah. So I'm not going to, and I know myself too. Right. I don't want to have those jealous thoughts kind of start to creep in. Mm-hmm. 
So we have decided that, yes, we're going to have this open relationship while we're apart and that when we come back together, if we have slept with someone else, we get tested before we get intimate again. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that's kind of how it's been. Yeah. I, I kind of want to just add a little something to that. Of course. So prior to us being, being together, like in other relationships that were monogamous, um, I always cheated. Okay. And so... So when we were getting into a relationship, I thought for me, I didn't want to be in a monogamous relationship. I wanted mm-hmm. an open relationship mm-hmm. because I didn't want like sleeping with someone else to be the reason. Yeah, the deal breaker. The deal breaker, right? Um, I wanted something else to be, you know, like I wanted to be deeper than than that. Yeah. Um, we kind of had a conversation about that earlier and then kind of uh, stuck with like, well, we're going to be monogamous. Um which was which was fine, right? Yeah. Uh, let's get to get let's like get to know each other. Let's like develop this relationship before we like branch out sexually. Um, <laughs> sexually, yeah. <laughs> Asterisks. Um, so, so to the point where I get into graduate school and it's time to separate. Um, Brian had talked about like, and it's it's weird. There's this thing that happens with us right before we leave. Where we start to like get really nervous mm. um, and kind of distance ourselves, right? And leading like that first semester I was away, he kept saying these things like, however, this ends up, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, I know we'll always be in each other's lives. Right. Oh, yeah. So those are the kind of the things. And and so I remember at one point I said, before we see each other again, you need to sleep with someone else. Oh. <laughs> right. Because I, 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 I want mm-hmm. you to know, like in your heart that this is what you want, mm-hmm. right? And and if and I was I'm like willing to if you make a connection with someone else, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't want you to be in this place of like, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. whatever, you know, like I just I want it. I'm mm-hmm. like I need you. I know I want to be with you. I know this yeah. is this is real for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to confirm that mm-hmm. for yourself yeah. as well. And and I think that happened. That's um, brave. Of you, I think. I like and I yeah. totally understand mm-hmm. the reasoning. Yeah. But how hard was that for you to say to him? It it wasn't. No. Okay. Because it because because I knew I know mm-hmm. that this okay, there is you it. Go. You know, uh, for me. Yeah. Um I love you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like getting a little yeah, teary. Yeah, yeah. and, and you know, and like I shouldn't apologize. As, I'm getting as, tired. You know, like yes. our relationship, like as it grows and as you know, like we gain years. I mean, it may start to look a little different than it does today. Mm-hmm. But I, for me, like this is like this is yeah. ho- this is home base for me. Yeah. I mean, I think it worked in the sense that I was like, oh, Tobias is just the you know the one, mm-hmm. and I I hate being all sappy and romantical like that. Please don't apologize for that. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I just <laughs> embrace it. Yeah, embrace, embrace it. it. <laughs> it's so like I'm. I'm like completely and utterly in in love with this man. And I, as time goes on, it's just like you go deeper and deeper Mm -hmm. and it's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Congratulations on finding yourselves. I mean, finding each other, I have to say, um, it's beautiful when you have it. Right. Um, so I think, I mean, I think that speaks to our audience. I hope our audience is able to pick on it. I mean, I think we just sitting here, I feel it being your roommates for a while. I feel it every day. So it, I, I think that's what, it's what kind of inspired me to have this conversation because I aspire to have that, I don't know what it looks like, right? And I think having the conversation of open and close, because I mean, I think we all navigate it very differently, right? And I can relate to that story because I mean, I dated someone in when I was in Phoenix, and they were getting ready to go backpacking, and I very much was the Brian. I was like, 
I, I'm let's open. I'm okay if you go sleep around when you're there. Like I was saying that before he left, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, like they broke up. They they in those conversations, it had the opposite reaction. I was like, I'm ready to jump into this open thing with you while you're gone. Where for him, it was like, I don't want to be with you because because I just. I'm not invested in having that be, which is okay. We're friends now. Um, uh, so let's let's dive into y'all and where you're at today. Come on, Ashley. Yeah, come on, <laughs> come on <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> I mean, our ours is way less exciting. <laughs> I guess you don't know that. We're in a monogamous relationship. <laughs> yeah, as far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> this would be like more, this is where the excitement starts. Come in, Maury. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. You are not the father. No, as pretty much like as soon as I met her, like I stopped even talking to anyone else. Yeah, like I think we both did like really quickly. Um, which usually I don't. Usually I'm like, let's see, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna keep my apps <laughs> yeah. for a few weeks. Right? Yeah. Like, um, she's the last person I've even gone on a first date with. Oh, yay! You too. Oh, get a room. Just kidding. Yes. <laughs> I'll both um, of you get a room. So, so, but I, but I mean, I guess mm-hmm. I want to maybe either be become aware or understand: is there such thing as practicing open relationships in in lesbians, in, at least in your own experiences, yeah. or from what you've seen from your friends? No, there certainly is. Uh, I have several friends who are poly and in open relationships, and and even married and in open relationships. But I think that maybe it is a little less common. I think women tend to have more jealousy issues maybe like i i feel bad saying that but i do think it's true because we're conditioned like all through growing up that the only way that we matter is if someone else wants to marry us right mm-hmm. it's like the disney effect of mm-hmm. you have to go find prince charming yeah so so it it does happen and yeah it would be interesting to know like compared to gay relationships like what the ratio is there mm-hmm. but audience please tell I, us in the comments yeah, <laughs> yeah right? heck yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you have your own story, you want to come on an episode with us? Yeah, please. But there has been times in my life that I wish I can be in an open relationship. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling my last girlfriend, can you just find a girlfriend who likes to go on hikes with you? I was like, (laughs) I'll do this stuff. I don't want to do that, right? And like, we both kind of laughed about it. And she's like, yeah. And if you could find someone who likes to do that thing with you... And your response was breaking up, I guess. Right. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. That's what, that's what we ended up. No, it was. Um, so kidding. we, we kind of chatted about that. Like um, this was during a time that we were finding out that more and more of our friends were in open relationships. And so like the conversation would come up like amongst friends or then by ourselves. It's like, yeah. like, is this viable? Like is, and I can see a lot of benefits to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of benefits. And that's yeah. for dating through marriage to potentially raising kids. I think if you do it the right way, it makes a lot of sense, but also you have to choose what your own right way is. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's, I think that's really key. Yeah. And, and what you feel comfortable with. Now I had a day off um, before COVID and Ashley was working and I was at Ashley's house on her Netflix. <laughs> and I watched this, uh, like this series about, polyamory and like four hours into it i was like oh shit she's gonna think i'm like doing research or something (laughs) she's she's, uh trying to make her case yeah so i texted her i was like you're gonna see this in your history i'm still monogamous like just (laughs) still believe in it yeah yeah like don't get me i think you were like 
just so you know, it's just for educational purposes. It's not me trying to hint at anything. Yeah. I, I've, I've never thought of using Netflix as a way to hint things to people. Well, well to be fair, because I have other, I'm using someone else's, so I couldn't oh. even hint to someone. <laughs> to the right person. To the right person. <laughs> It'd only be to Vince. Yeah. Or to, yeah, Vince, this has my HBO Max. It's so like would, yeah. taking the hint by playing a certain song, but you're like, certain movie. Right, like during the car ride, like during the car ride, it's like I'm singing breakup yeah. songs. Yeah, in let's the get car it on. Ride. <laughs> Break up with him, break yeah. up with him. <laughs> oh my God. Um. So that, that's an interesting thought of the notion of like the the needing the needing to be in a long relationship to, to validate a relationship. And I guess for y'all, since you are open, could you give us some insights on maybe on uh, one or two rules that you may have that are like uh, you shared the one about testing, which I think is important. And I think in all relationships that you're going to be practicing. Well, first of all, both people should know that you're practicing open relationships. So there's that, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, so I, you know, I hope you're having those conversations with your partners and, or use this podcast as a way to hint that. Why not? Right. <laughs> um, so could you share maybe another rule or two more rules that you may have that you're like, it's helped us ha- keep this successful. We don't really get, we don't really talk the details of it too much, but I know one of the things that we, for me was, um, and I was telling Jose this a little earlier, I was like, at the beginning I was saying, I don't want you sleeping with someone in our bed. Oh like, yeah. That, you know, like that, I feel like that's a violation of our space. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and today I don't actually have, I'm not so like caught up on that anymore, but for me, that was really important at mm-hmm. the, be- at the beginning. Another thing is we don't share yeah. About, you know, like who, who we're sleeping with. Their names or their body. We don't. Yeah. Sh- so, okay. So <laughs> any details. We don't, we don't share. We don't share details. I, okay. So you um, don't even we know. We acknowledge who- that we've hooked up with someone. Okay. Um, and I, I will say that I am that crazy person that once you tell me their name, I will go. Look for them. Find them. Yeah. And I will compare myself very, to very, them. Uh, very Liam like, Neeson. You know, and I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to put myself through that. And I, it's not. It's not what it's meant to be for, okay. right? Yeah. I, so I'm not, and I, I, I don't want that to be part of our our love yeah. life. It's not, it it doesn't need to be. Yeah. So for y'all to practice successful monogamous relationship, yeah. um, you talked a little bit uh, earlier about like not talking or not having a discussion under the influence. What's another rule that that you've kind of created or cultivated as your relationship has grown that has helped you keep your relationship healthy and successful so far? One thing especially like compared to other people I know and definitely other people that I've dated, I feel really helps us is we're like, we're both INTJs. So that probably helps a lot. Can you explain what that is for the viewer or audi- viewers, the audience? Myers-Briggs okay. personality test. Oh, okay. It's like so the, it's- the psychopath one. It, the, no, <laughs> the architect. Uh, what is it? Introvert. Introvert. You just said the letters right now. Well, the N is like it's introvert, intuitive. Intuitive. And then T is thinking, thinking. and J is judgmental or yes. judge, judgment. Judging. Yeah. Judging. Which it's like 0.2% of women in the world are INTJ. So that's wow. kind of rare that we're the same. Mm-hmm. But it helps that we think similarly in a lot of situations. Mm. And, and one way that I feel like it really helps is we're both, I feel like, pretty like low drama like Mm. i've dated other people that seem to want to create problems for problems sake um and (laughs) and and ain't nobody got time for that yeah Yeah. and i i I definitely really appreciate that about you that you don't you're not like i'm bored (laughs) (laughs) drama (laughs) just bring gasoline no that that's good and i think also 
we check in with each other on a fairly regular basis. And like, sometimes it's just chatting in the car as we're driving. And then other times it's like, okay, alone on the couch at night, like, Hey, we haven't had like a formal check-in lately. Is there anything I could be doing differently? Is there anything that you need that I'm not aware of? I think especially since lockdown, we've been better able to tell each other, like if we're having any mental health issues or like feeling anxious or anything, even if we don't really know what it is, it's like, I feel on edge. So, and, and I think we're both really good about like, okay, what do you need or what can I do for you? And for me, a lot of the time it's like, I don't, I don't know yet. Mm -hmm. Like just know that I am aware something is up. But I don't know what it is yet. Yeah. And I feel like it really helps that we're pretty good at like communicating with each other that we are in just like a generally like bad mood. Like, yeah, like I'm just on edge right now so that like the other person is aware that like I'm not mad at you. Like I'm just like, my yeah. yeah. So I feel like that really helps is like we're, we're very clear when there is a problem and when there's not a problem. And I will say that specifically for me, I would not have been able to do that even like two years ago mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. Like, first of all, I have a great counselor who I love and she has helped a ton, but it's just like, I've been in that cycle too much where other people are like, why are you so cranky? Yeah, It's like, oh, I didn't even know. And so now just throughout my own life, I am trying to be more aware of how I feel, why I feel that way. And what I can do about it if I don't like it. And so that has then led to me being able to express to someone else like I'm mad. Or like I told my sister the other day, like, I'm just mad. Like, I I don't have a reason, but I'm just on edge. Like, this is just a bad day. Mm -hmm. And she's like, girl, same. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's very refreshing that you have been able to be comfortable with each other to be able to communicate that kind of earlier on. Again, like your relationship is a lot younger and I don't know how quickly it takes for people to be able to be there for one another. Um, I think one of the things that I've learned about successful relationships is learning your love language. Mm. Do you know what your love languages are? No, I don't know. I I don't I don't know. Explain what. Um. So there's so there's different. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. I was like the single one knows about love languages. Um. So basically, there's different styles in which um you you uh respond to to someone showing you how they love you. So, like, for instance, for me, I constantly need validation Mm -hmm. um, and appreciation. And I think for a lot of that for me is that I like to know that we're on the same page. Or even saying, like, like in my previous relationship, I wish I would have had my partner just say to me, today's not a good day. I need some me time. Like, I'm not going to respond to you. You know, and there would be times where he was able to say that to me. And there would be days where he would just let me spiral. I think the last time we engaged, I assumed that he was cheating and he just let me think that. Oh. Which was terrible. Again, I get it. He wasn't able to to be there to say like, no, we're, I'm not cheating on you. It's just I'm having a moment or whatever, right? So I guess not, not knowing your love languages, but what, what are ways that you've learned to validate each other's love for one another or like appreciation of one another that either you've learned or that you practice on the daily? So you're going to start with this. <laughs> we can go first yeah, if you like, yeah, yeah. like lesbians listen. love yeah, this yeah, crap yeah, yeah. right here. <laughs> they actually, they is... actually know their love language. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, oh, and Ashley wanted to ask you what your sign was because when he's like, do in our episode, Jose, when you were like, 
do you sleep together before even knowing your sign? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I can't believe we didn't ask you. Um, so I am, so for the viewers, I mean, for the listeners out there that are interested, <laughs> I am a Capricorn with a Leo rising and an Aquarius moon. Oh, that is high tech. So I am very ambitious. I do like attention, obviously, but I also am very like warm and uh, attentive. I think that's, those are all strengths, I think. Like I said, my love language is that. So let's go to you, lady. So what are your love languages and how do you either, how have you learned to give that to one another or what are some of the challenges that may come in giving that to one another? Because sometimes we can't do that. So my love languages are physical touch and quality time. Mm. I'm pretty sure the way that that comes across. Well, COVID helps a lot with quality time. Well, yes. <laughs> but like pretty much like anytime I'm upset, I'm like, I just need a hug yeah. or yeah. just come cuddle. And yeah. like, <laughs> I like physically like make her cuddle me. Yeah. So like it has not been infrequent that I'm sitting on the couch on my laptop working <laughs> and she just comes and moves my laptop and sits on me. It's like, oh, okay, you need a Like minute. a cat, like, like I, your cat. I, I typically... I, I rarely move the laptop of myself. Like normally. <laughs> just type on me. Type on yeah. me. Normally I just like stand there and stare at her until she moves yeah. the laptop over. Yeah. So mine is acts of service. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, acts of service and physical touch. Mm. And the physical touch really is one that kind of surprised me. Like when I was going through taking the tests a while back, because we, we're lesbians and we take these tests. So like, <laughs> it's part of the it's part of the yeah, dating package. You have to ritual. know, yeah. You have to know like your enneagram and your zodiac. You have to know too yeah. many things. It's um, too many things. Yeah, and so that kind of surprised me. But even just when I'm having a rough day and all she does is like put her hand on my leg or she's just like physically close. Yeah. Over the last few months, I'm like, oh this does make a lot of sense. Like maybe this is, I think it's something new for me because that's not something that I ever needed. That was something that I gave other people. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, what do you mean I need this too? Oh, and I like it. Like yeah. that's great. Right. I yeah. can relate to that. Yeah. I think for me, I, I practice acts of service. I don't need that in return, but I wonder, yeah. I wonder if, if the test would say, no, bitch, you do. Bitch, <laughs> Probably. You need, you need some active yeah. service on you too. You, I've seen you give hugs at kickball. You, you love that physical contact. I do. I mean, even during COVID, I, I very much, I, I, that gives me joy. The, the notion of giving to others, just like, I mean, just recently they participated in a marathon. Awesome. Um, and I was very proud of them. So I went and bought them. I bought Rose. I forgot. I bought you Rose I know, so and sweet. I bought him sour patch sour candies because <laughs> I knew that those were things that they liked. Yeah. I'm never expecting anything. I was just like, no, I'm very proud of them. I want to make sure that they recognize that there's people out there that see and they're proud and successful. I mean, even during COVID, like I would go deliver care packages or mm. like beer or alcohol to people randomly during yeah. the week just because like I wanted like well a I wanted to drive and get out of the house for a while and b it just wanted to surprise yeah. people. But for, I don't expect it mm -hmm. it's great when it happens even if it's just swedish fish ah. yeah it's not the right candy hint, hint. Sorry. Oh. No, no no tobias tried to do the I, same to me and surprised me with like swedish fish and i was like what is this and he's like these are your favorite candies right i'm like no i, like I actually oh. hate swedish he was like oh i saw it once i was like no bitch you just want to be for yourself anyways but like, like jose's gonna really like these yeah <laughs> And by Jose, he meant to buy it. Yeah. So I think for me, but I think I might need to retake it because I might be surprised that I might need that too. No, I think you it would be worth retaking it, especially because like your tastes change. Yeah, and it changes over time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Hey everyone, I'm going to end the conversation right here for today. This is a good breaking point between a part one and part two. Make sure to join us next episode for the rest of this conversation. Things get pretty interesting. And thank you very much for listening. We've laughed. We've cried. We've given our advice. We've given advice. Now go forth and live with pride. Yeah, live with pride. Yeah. Ow to a dog.